Hey, what's up? Real Dope Podcast, Matt Marshall, Oliver Lang. We were just talking here, uh, and Oliver's about to go on a crazy adventure, and that's kind of what you do, though. I mean, you you know do your business, and then you do paintball, and then you go on you adventures. Adventure, you know. What people you got you got to realize out there that, I mean, the, the life is an adventure. This whole this whole um, I mean, there's just so much out there, you know. Like, and once you become an adventurer, you fully and addicted to being an adventurer. Like you need to travel. You need to know what else is on the other side of that fence, right? You know, I mean, we've had some good trips. Absolutely. I mean, I'm, I'm a firm believer of that. And there's actually some science around this. I, I can't remember the name of it because I'm not a scientist, but I, I read this this <laughs> one thing about how there, there's this one gene that they were studying. And, and obviously I, I got to bring this up too, is that I started researching it. And for every study that came out that they believe that this particular gene is is actually centered around the curiosity element of the of the human species. Mm-hmm. There was another one that was like, oh, we don't necessarily think maybe that's it. But essentially, like, why would a why like if you let's say whatever paintball metaphor, you're on a team, right, and everything's great, you know, you guys maybe you're making your way up the ranks, but there's just something you just kind of want to go explore, right? Which which is kind of another conversation. But essentially, there's there's just something about human beings where you may be in a valley, you got a hot little you know, wife and you got a cool family and you guys, there's tons of like elk to kill and you learn how to fish and right. just shit's on point. You're good to go. You know, right. like there's right. no reason for you to go and climb up that mountain, but somebody in yeah. that clan is going to be like, Hey, I'm going to go see what's on the other side of that mountain. Do you want to sure. go with me? And some people are going to be like, hell no. Why would I want to go climb over the snow cap mountain when I can just chill here? Or why would I want to get in this makeshift ass raft that you made or that like are even if, okay maybe we get around the coastal waters but mm-hmm. you're telling you're telling me you want to go over the horizon why right. would you want to well, do it's that? like look at the vikings you know the vikings were like all right we got to go way over there because there's got to be something else over there you know like there's got to be right well and speaking of vikings i mean like that one trip that we had that one year so i mean we're we kind were of Vikings. We we were Vikings. We were modern day American Vikings in Sweden. Well, <laughs> I mean, to, it was, we did get on the love boat. Don't forget. We that. didn't get on the love boat. We went on the love boat. No, we didn't get on the love boat because Max wanted to eat sushi. Oh, so we missed the love boat. We That's the right. Love boat. Yeah. We, no, no, we ended up on the other. So anyway, here. So uh, we used to teach. We used to kind of trap in order, and it still happens. In order, if you're if you want to make your living in the paintball world, like. You gotta teach clinics. I mean, you gotta play for. You know, there's a tons of different ways you gotta try to make your way around things. And and so we one summer decided that we were gonna go to Scandinavia because we knew Max Lundqvist and and P- Pete Uchig, Mr. U, who used. To I had no Iron clue Man. what I was doing. I just remember Maddie looking me in the face one night, like after a couple beers. You gotta come with us. And I was like, uh, uh, okay, where do we go? He's, we're going to Sweden, dude. We're gonna go to Sweden. There's Swedish girls. We're gonna teach clinics. I'm like, well, duh, let's go. <laughs> I mean, what else do I need right hey, there? I remember showing up in. <laughs> we played Toulouse. Right. Played in Toulouse, and uh, and that last night there was a big faceful had a big party, mm-hmm. and you scampered off into the night shirtless after trying to beat up some French guy you and I think Junior Brown who runs JT now no, I think swimming we, I think in a fountain was, yeah yeah that's what you it guys was. are swimming in a fountain it, it was everyone was having a great time and we're in the downtown Toulouse and then I there some guy was talking shit to you so you decided to go chase him into the into the night that was the last time I saw you but I had a napkin that JP Augustine from my team had handed to me with it had my confirmation number and uh, it was like KLM confirmation number, 
go to Sweden, exclamation point, right. and a smiley face or something. <laughs> but then that next day, I had to find you, and I could not find you because... Yeah, I was with Mr. Yu, and we were, like, hopping over cars, then he broke his ankle, yeah, and then we went in the fountain, and then and then it started, I mean, that was, a, that was actually the longest trip that I've ever done besides the one I'm about to do. So that is the longest trip I've ever done. So that was... Um, one month, what is it? It was 31 days, I believe, in Sweden. Well, Sweden, Norway, Finland. Right, and this was the whole Scan- Scandic, uh, Scandinavian adventure. I mean, I did not know what I was in for, Matty. Well, we, and neither did I, to be completely honest. <laughs> I mean, it was basically like, and we'd been up to Sweden before for a tournament, but, which is a whole other story, but... We were, we basically were like, okay, look, we're going to go play this. And it was during the summer. So Toulouse was always in July. So it was, you know, summer and I was, you know, f- not too that far out of college. And, uh, I mean, was, I think I was young. I was 21. That was 10 years ago. Yeah. And I, and I think I was like 24, 25. Right. So it was a couple years out of college and, you know, working for paint and just, and we had the time and we had the availability to right, do it. Right. So we, you know, used miles and essentially got ourselves up to Sweden because I remember I was like, I need to find Oliver, mm-hmm. and because uh, we were both flying on the same flight. So mm-hmm. I try to hunt you down. It's Toulouse. I wake up in the morning and it, a couple random European paintball players had stayed in our little tiny coffin-like room and had thrown up. So mm. the whole place smelled like vomit. We wake Delicious. up and there's, it's Skinny Kevin who now coaches Damage and right. Angel Fergoza, one of the best snake players ever, and they come into the room and wake us up and I'm like, hey, do you know where Oliver is? And they're like. Well, we don't know where he is, but we can tell you where we were staying. <laughs> so thank God that they were there. Right. And so I got the information from them, and they were going on. A, they were going to Rome, and right. uh, and we were going to Scandinavia. So then I go, and this is pre-cell phones, so it's not like we have cell phones in Europe. Right. And uh, so I kind of walk down the street. I have no idea where your hotel is, and start asking around. And it's like the morning in Toulouse, and you know, like right. on a Monday, and life's people getting. Set, people have set up their shops, baguettes, totally. coffee. Yeah, yeah. every there's smells. Every every right. step's a different smell. Coffee, baguettes, mm-hmm. ham, uh-huh. bo, whatever. Not <laughs> <laughs> to be uh, Yeah, and sure. then uh, and then I I find you, and you're I think still sleeping. And then woke up, and then we both ca- like caught a cab to the train, and then the train to the to the station right and that's where it began and that's where it began yeah no that was good i think we did uh what did we do i think we got to stock stockholm first right and then they've been telling us about every suite been telling us oh you got to go on the love boat you're gonna go on the love boat you're gonna fall in love on the love boat so we're thinking i mean home run yeah let's yeah go we're thinking it's gonna boat. be the greatest thing ever let's go on this yeah. love boat so, so we go, go and we were in sweden for two days two right. or three days and, and i then, think we were sleeping most time because we were pretty hungover yeah. and like hurting from traveling and after the tournament so I, I i do remember that i remember we didn't do anything one night but i think after that night we never even rested again no <laughs> not for a month and then we got on the love boat but it happened to not be the love boat because we missed the love boat because max insists on eating sushi before yes and the love boat for you guys listening is a huge cruise liner like a you know the ones you see that you you know you know you, you've seen and it goes from sweden to helsinki yep and um they call it a love boat because, first of all, if you've ever been to Sweden, you know that the women in Sweden are gorgeous. Gorgeous. I mean, we're talking gorgeous. Like, I didn't even, there's not even, you don't, there's no old people. They must kill them all. <laughs> and the, all the ugly people are, they ship them away or something like that. And so we got on this boat. And, uh, of course, there's no drinking on the boat, so we have to sneak in beers. And you have to go, in Sweden, you have to go to the, to the, 
to the mob shop, the gangster shop. Well, it was called the System Bolaged. Yeah. Right. I, I'm totally butchering the pronunciation right, of that. Right. But essentially... It's, it's just liquor, but it's you, like a liquor store with beer, but it's the only place you can buy beer. And if you live in some blue states, then you'll understand exactly what we're talking about. Right. Certain places exactly. are the exact same in Scandinavia, which because the government has convinced the people right. that you guys are such degenerate alcoholics. Which they are. Which they are. <laughs> that you, we, and beer's super... It wasn't that expensive back then, but... It was pretty you, expensive, yeah. but it was strong beer, yeah, and there were taller beer. beers. Well, when you go to that specific store, because you right. can buy beer, but they call Light it people's beer. beer. People's beer, right. And it's like 3.2 right. bullshit. But then right. when you go to the main liquor store, then... Right. So yeah, so we load so up, we load up, get on the, get and, on the boat. And, oh, and also, not to mention, all the beer uh, is warm. They don't put it in uh, in a, a fridge. And I do guess. not appreciate the merits of a cold but, beer. Yeah, which I don't understand. I think we, I don't think we drank cold beer. We did it. We did, drank month. like one or two, and I think I saw it at a Budweiser at a place. I was like, give me the Budweiser you know and so yeah we get on we smuggle all this beer in and I remember the beer is actually called Lapkin Lapkin Colta something like that Lapkin Colta and the beer can this is so crazy the beer can was an exact sunset of what we were about to see that night on the boat like the 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 like the the fjord or wherever we were going through was called Lapkin Colta and this is the beer that they made after it but of course it was warm of course, so we're in there, so we're chugging warm beer, thinking, yeah, the trip started. Let's go get, let's go meet our wives. So we go on this cruise ship. I swear to God, this cruise ship can probably hold, I don't even know what, a couple thousand people? There's 20 people on this cruise ship. <laughs> if that. If that. I mean, there's nobody on this cruise ship. I think there is, I think we ended up finding the only two girls on the whole entire cruise ship. And, and rewind real quick, every Swedish person was like, you're going to get laid. You're going to meet the 12 virgins on the boat. <laughs> I mean, they, they did. Every one of them. They did. They hyped it up they so did. One big. Guy, one guy told me he had so sex big. with like three virgins on the boat. And I was like, you did? Come on. Either he's a complete liar or this is actually really going to happen. Yeah. And so, needless to say, percent. no virgins on the boat. <laughs> a couple of English girls with really terrible teeth. Yeah. But that's sometimes you get to get a deal with that, you know, when you're traveling. But... It was a gorgeous boat ride, and needless to say, we're drinking warm beer, but the sunset was beautiful. The The islands are gorgeous there. You just sail through, and there's just fjords at fjords, little islands, little houses in it, and just Sweden's like, Sweden's perfect. I mean, I oh, love Sweden. Well, I just, I remember staying up all night, and uh, and then in the morning as we were pulling, because we didn't even go to Helsinki, because we got on the wrong boat, so we went to Turco. Oh, is that what I think it was? that's what it's called. So we went to a different city that was uh-huh. west of... Helsinki that we had to take a train from right right right, right. And, uh, right and 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 coming in when the sun was rising it looked exactly like that yeah, beer can yeah so then Helsinki was was pretty awesome though we got in there and you know it's funny like every time I've traveled or gone anywhere people have always been like oh we'll drink you under the table and our girls are so but so beautiful and they're gonna love you everywhere you go everywhere you go if you travel they have said that to you okay and honestly, this was the first place where this was actually true. Where the 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 health, the 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 Finnish girls, well, and the Swedes, the Finnish girl and the Norwegians, but the Finnish girls that night when that we met at that party, they we were done. We were shot. We were to toast. They were and they like worked at McDonald's and make like thirty dollars an hour. I and passed out that night. I don't even ready. remember exactly what they happened. They were just after ready we to drink and they went and got more beer and more beer and they drank us under the table, dude. And they were hot. Under the, yeah. They were hot too. <laughs> well, I just remember being at the, it was 
I can't remember what the Finnish name for it, but when translated, it was the well. And be, so it was called the well, water, and there was like all these pools in it. And I just remember you, and you had worn, the, worn these uh, uh, Subarus or... Uh, uh, oh, Sunga. No, but underoos. So, no, no. So, you had like Superman underoos on. Right, no, no. So it was like, like it was like grown man. <laughs> so no, Max, who's our fearless leader, which we're put, we've put in all of our trust into him for this whole trip because we don't know what the hell we're doing. We're just going. Me, Mister You, Maddie. He's like, just don't bring any clothes. We'll go to this new store called H and M. Yeah, this is before H and M was huge. This is before H and M was huge. And literally, yeah, we went to H and M, and I remember I spent like 150 bucks. And I got a whole new, like, 10 wardrobe, like, so much stuff. So I looked like a total Swede. We all looked like Swedes. We all looked like Swedes, but yeah. no, because, but the clothes were so tight. I felt like coming from Southern California where we were, like, dicky shorts yeah, yeah. and wife beaters and, like, San Diego hats <laughs> to a world where I have, like, tight jeans on and button-up yeah, shirts. You did look a little bit funny because you've never, I've never seen you like that before. And, yeah, and I had also, Good like, look, though. I'd grown out these ridiculous, remember the sideburns yeah, that I had yeah, at the time? Yeah, I had, like, I had, like, Irish fighter guy sideburns uh -huh. from Perfect. 1885. Perfect. And uh, it was pretty ridiculous. Yeah, so we go to that party that night and it was just littered with beautiful women. It was in this huge mansion and there was the pools, yes. And, you know, I mean, knowing me, young, Superman underoos. How did you I, get those? I ones? get. I, well, I bought those at H and M. Really? Yeah. And then, and then there's wow. the pool, and I jump in the pool, and everybody's looking at me like I'm the biggest idiot ever. But I'm just splashing around, having the greatest time ever. I'm next, you know, I'm splashing people in the crowd. Next, you know, people start getting in there with me. Now we're having a full blown swim off. But then next, you know, everybody starts bringing their drinks and glass starts breaking. So then I'm walking around the pool just cutting my feet up, right? And so they give me like a little rubber ducky. Like, I don't know, some guy that worked there gave me a the rubber ducky. I have pictures to prove so this. So I'm walking around the club in the rubber ducky, <laughs> right, in the underwears. And I'm looking for all my friends. And then my, I lost my shoes. So then I'm now walking in the club with no shoes and there's broken glass everywhere. So now I'm just shattering my feet. And this, this is where the, the trip started because I swear to God, I had more glass in my feet that whole entire summer than I've ever than any I don't think anybody has ever had. I would go anywhere and I would get glass in my feet. That just started it, you know. But so that was the start to the swimming version of our trip because yeah. remember the Viking swims, like there's nothing better than uh, curing a hangover than uh the jumping in a, in a frigid, Arctic, cold Arctic, Arctic uh, yeah. Viking ocean. Viking ocean with yeah. jellyfish. Yeah. Remember the jellyfish everywhere? Yeah. So we'd have to go for Viking swims every morning. It was just a staple, you know, because we'd have to sober up. And um, and then, yeah, we, we dominated uh, Finland pretty well, I think. I think we did a clinic there. Yeah, we did a clinic in Finland. and Because that, that was the whole point. I mean, basically, we were just... We were funding our travel adventure through Scandinavia by teaching clinics everywhere we went. So we right. taught a clinic in, in Stockholm, right. and then we, in a couple days, then we went to Finland, taught a clinic there, right. came back to Stockholm. Right. We were in Stockholm, but then we went to the did, West oh, Coast. We, no, I think we, did we go to the, did we take the Love Cruise back? I can't remember. I don't think we did. I think uh, we took a train. No, we didn't take a train back. Took a love cruise? Yeah, no, I, we didn't. No, there was no love cruise. There's we didn't not, ever get no on the love. love. We did not. No, there was no, no love. love. Okay, no love. There was right. no, no love. love. No love. It wasn't a sex cruise. No, it wasn't God, even like it. a fun like DJ EDM no. cruise. No, no, it wasn't even an old person cruise. It was like every single crickets. boat that we got on. Cruise. It was like a crickets and um <laughs> and warm beer and yeah. <laughs> so yeah, warm beer, no girls, no music. No, but. It was just but, us and talking But the shit. next place we went was awesome, was Tula Sound. Or no, no, we went to Gotland. Gotland Island. Oh, my God. So Gotland, you guys, is, um, 
is like the Cancun of Scandinavia. And it's like a little island. And we got back to, uh, we, we drove Max's car. We got to get on a boat and we go there. And this is, the, let me give you the rundown of the day. So you wake up, you go to the beach, you hang out on the beach all day, and everybody is just good looking and jacked and flexing and huge boobs. Like, really. Everybody. And so at this point, we had made up nicknames for everybody on the beach. We had, like, the Super 7 team, remember? We had, like, all these guys that were just, King like, Arthur. King Arthur. We had all Sweetle these guys. Sweetle Juice. Sweetle Juice. Yeah, these are all characters. Like, when you travel, you don't know the names, but they're around you. And then you're like, what does he look like? Oh, he looks like a black Swedish guy that looks like Beetlejuice. Sweetle Juice. Yeah. Right there. Well, he also talked weird, too, so yeah. that kind of helped. Yeah, he thought he was from, like, New York or something like that, Do you that remember too. when we had filled our... our, our Paintball yeah, packs up with genius. beers, yeah. with the friend, friend beers. beers, friend beers, yeah, friend beers, and yeah. we basically took a bunch of beers out there, hoping and to make friends. To, well, I mean, honestly, uh, yeah, we wanted to make friends for sure, but we were just wanted to kind of like just take beers and just spread them across the beach, right? Because get we had everybody all these loose beers. a little bit because nobody drinks during the day which, at the beach, which is in California that you used to. So yeah, so we gave them friend beers, filled up a Reds butt, butt pack. I remember that. Yep. Like we put like twenty beers in a Reds butt pack. We we're walking around like thinking we we're cool, but nobody really wanted a warm beer, which makes sense. <laughs> Looking back, it totally makes sense. But at the time, we were like, "How come no one wants these no free beers?" Friend we're friend trying beer? to yeah. get out. Um, but little did we know. So then after the beach, you go to this party called the After Beach, and this is when everybody starts drinking, right? So. They've been saving themselves. Because if you're drinking at the beach all day, you go to the after beach, you're, you're toast. So this is, makes sense. So you go to the after beach, you party. And then you go home, you take a quick shower, maybe eat a little bit, and then you have the pre-party, right? Then you go to the actual party, which is always was a good time. Like, you'd be, we'd be in, like, nightclubs, like, through cobblestone streets and the hottest girls every night. I think we fell in love every night there, did we not? Every night. Well, but also, we, you could just walk. It was weird because... If you just went right up to the front of the line at every place that you went to and just said and just started speaking with the heaviest American accent possible, because this is a random island. It's like the Ibiza of Scandinavia. Exactly, and it's, yeah. so it's, it's a, an old Viking castle island totally. off the coast of Sweden in the sea. And so there was this, you know, thousand year old castle there that had kind of encompassed the main part where all the clubs were and stuff and right, like right. some of the older homes. Then it obviously spilled out as you know civilization progressed, but right. so there was this the remnants of this castle, and which then, was gorgeous, to which party. was gorgeous, yeah. yeah. And then and then you go up to the front and just, I mean, if anyone ever you just totally you should do this, just walk right up to the front of the line, <laughs> talk to the main guy that looks like he's in charge, act completely confident, and just say, hey, what's up? We're from California, and then you can say anything. You could say we're motor, motocross riders from Wisconsin. Right. You could be like we're rap. Producer DJs from Miami. You, it doesn't matter. You can right. say anything you want. Because you're American. But just act confident. Right. Say your say your piece right. and be like, "Hey, is there any way you know we can get past the line?" And they'll just let you in every time. Totally. So we just would just walk totally. right in. Totally. So we go the the after beach. Then we go to the pre party. Then we go to the party. And then of course there's the after party. And that was like a that was like a that was like a everyday thing right there that was the sequence you know and we had some nice roommates some nice i was girls. gonna say the roommates that we had because the only reason we ended up at gotland island was because max, max knew these uh he had met these girls before these swedish women because they were like i mean we're you know mid to early 20s and they were in their early 30s but they had rented this apartment from this family because when we were staying at this apartment it was like Literally, like an older, like maybe uh, 45 or 50 year old couple that lived in this apartment on Gotland and they rented it out during the summer to make whatever money they could make. And so we just stayed with those 
girls and they were like our older Swedish half-naked sisters oh, yeah, who they're didn't, they cook us dinner topless yeah they, yeah it was great i mean they'd cook us dinner topless <laughs> help like they, they they were and then they and then every morning sometimes they wouldn't even stay there yeah, they'd just they'd be like here's the key guys. yeah they'd go home yeah. with random dudes yeah. like king arthur king arthur yeah i mean the, the whole funny the funniest part is all these guys names i mean we had so many funny guys names even the girls with tiger slut <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we did a good job on uh, on never knowing their real names, but just giving them a, like a great alias. You yeah. Know? Do you remember walking out on that one? Uh, it was like a I can't remember what it was. The boat party. Yeah, the boat party. Oh where, my god. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great the greatest picture of me ever. There's a picture <laughs> someone took. I, I can't remember. It might have been might have been you or oh no, I think it was I think it was Pete that took it, and uh, like me and my little like kind of sunburned face from being at the, the beach all day. Like spiky hair, and then and then it's like me with like twenty smoking hot Swedish girls, and like Maddie like in the corner with one girl. Oh, her name was Boxhead, or her name was Cardboard. <laughs> cardboard. Cardboard, because she was so boring to talk yeah, to. So boring. And then and then her other friend was Quaalude, because she looked like she was like so high on Quaaludes. On Quaaludes or something yeah, like that. it was Cardboard and Quaalude. Yeah. Which were like the, it was the worst conversation oh, ever. Because like, didn't want to talk to him, but they yeah. were pretty. And there's, so the picture is just me like in like this like super shit eighty grin that I don't I don't even think I can smile like that ever again in my life. <laughs> like I think that smile was a one and done. It just it was it happened. For sure. And so the picture just explains it all. If you ever see the picture, hopefully it gets out there one day. But that that was summed up like that was what we were doing. Like and we were just with the hot Swedish girls. The sad thing is that goes on still. Why aren't we there? <laughs> you know? So, so then Real I life. Think, yeah, so then I think, I think we did some more clinics and then, um, uh, and then we headed to Tula Sand. Well, no. Well, Tula Sand was the west coast of Sweden. So oh, we went to the right, west coast of right. Sweden. Tula Sand was the main place that we right, would go right. to. But we went to but then we, So we went to Gotland Island, back to Tula Sand, but then we went from Tula Sand to... Uh, to uh, Norway. Norway, right. Yeah. Mag had picked us up from Joy Division. Yeah. We were extremely hungover that day. We had to take over. We had to pull over and take Viking swims. Yes, we had to at uh, yeah. some random fjord that we had stumbled across. Yeah, and then I think we took a nap for a couple hours. And then right into Norway. But Norway is so different. It was, like, super expensive. Like, it was fun. Don't get me wrong. We had a good time in Norway, though. I we mean, did. We taught a clinic in Norway. and That was uh, the biggest clinic we did, too, which was a good success. Yeah, that was a good success. Uh, Max, just being, you know, the king of the land over there, he was just getting the hottest girls, though, every night. Well, I mean, come on now. I mean, what do we, what do we expect, though, at the time? I mean, you know, I mean. Yeah, let's go back now. <laughs> <laughs> whatever dude you're going to uh peru yeah, to yeah. go on some shaman training I, right i'm now. gonna go into the jungle hey can you do me do me this favor separate type of i need you i need you to i need you to get in whatever medi- crazy meditative state that you're gonna get into uh-huh. whatever whether it be brought on by a cactus <laughs> or a root or just uh okay. you know abstaining from any sort of food or drink right. for months on end or hiking some crazy volcanic mountain. You want me to teleport us mentally there? I, I just want you to get up to that moment, and I just want you to sit in meditative reflection and think about that time oh. so that you can bring us the clear memories, because yes. obviously the memories... I will, I will broadcast verbatim exactly what happened back to you. Okay. <laughs> um, so wait, so yeah, so we were in Norway. Norway was awesome. And, uh, and then we head back down to... Uh, 
back down, and then we go to Sweden, back, or back to Sweden, and we go to Stockholm for the last event, the Millennium event of, or it wasn't the last one, but it no, was, no. Uh, it was no, like the, that we, Millennium event. But no, because after Norway, I think we went to Tulesand. Well, we that was like kind of one of our hubs. Though. But Tulesand was like our best place, I think. Plus, the cool thing about this trip is like people, we were, we were gone for so long that we'd be like telling people that we're on it or like Facebook. And then people started just showing up. Like, Davey Williamson shows up. Like, Jaden Darling. Like, Adam Johnson, remember? Yeah, like they just, People absolutely. just started showing up. And we're like, what are you doing here, dude? And he's like, oh, dude, I saw you guys were here. We're coming. And we're like, all right, join it. So literally by the end of it, we had, like, a huge, huge gang. Like, didn't we? Yeah, we had. Well, it was it was kind of like a Viking pirate adventure. Yeah. Oh, you know what I loved was in Tucson, those huge rock jumps we did. Into the rock quarries? Yeah. Well, they're like the old rock quarries there that are now filled up with, with water. Right. And you just jump off of them. Oh, it was big. But that was like 60, 70 feet. The big yeah, one. And crazy. you had to clear something. What that about? That was gnarly. Remember when Max almost died and then and then he jumped in and goes, oh, and then he starts like, he's like, can't breathe because he knocked the wind out. So then I jump in to like save him. And then he's like, oh, no, I got it. Fuck you. Get off of me. And I'm like, no, fuck you. Well, wait, let and me ask. I climb up on the thing. And right when he's getting back up, I peed right in his face. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get, Max. I was trying to help you. And you shrugged me off. All right. <laughs> I do remember that. Remember um, Steiner? Yeah. Oh, God. Steiner. Steiner was the best. Victor the Constrictor? Victor the Constrictor, Steiner. Uh, we had a lot of good names there. Well, actually, fast forward to modern day, I just want to ask about this uh, story because um, because it happened recently. But uh, Ryan Greenspan, he said that you guys, apparently Oliver, <laughs> let me get this straight. So this is, this, I'm telling Ryan's story. Ryan's like, yeah, so, you know, we're heading out to Indonesia, like middle of nowhere, like on this like crazy dive adventure, right? And Oliver's like, yeah, I want to go on the dive adventure. And Ryan goes, yeah. So I asked him, I'm like, well, have you, you know, are you scuba certified? And you were like, no, but I mean, like, how hard can it be? Just, just tell me, just tell me what I need to know. I mean, I should be fine. What do I need to do? Like, is it that difficult? And Ryan was like, not really. I mean, just don't freak out when you're, you know, underneath the water and, uh, mind your gauges and you just got to know what to do and you should be fine. And then, uh, and then, yeah. And so, so then, then he's like, and then he said that, then he's like, yeah, so, I'm like, all right, well, it's Oliver, so, you know, whatever. I mean, if he, if he wants to just dominate scuba diving <laughs> without actually having gone on any sort of, like, sort of, never having scuba dived ever, just go on a scuba diving adventure. Never. Yeah, sure, whatever that's what he wants to do. But he said, all right, but hey, show up at the dive shop early so I can give you some information about what you need the to crash do. Crash course. Crash course. <laughs> Apparently he showed up late for that and only had, like, the five-second version of the crash on the course. On the boat, yeah. On the boat. Yeah. So you're on the boat heading out to where you're about to scuba dive. Yeah. And, uh, and well, we, we roll in, we roll, Ryan goes first, Alex goes second, we roll in, I nail it, I come up, Ryan looks at me, he gives me like the okay, like the thumbs up, he's like, like cake, right, I'm like, fucking cake, we got this in the bag, <laughs> so, and then we start just, yeah, going, but I was looking at it, and so, yeah, you know, it's at, it's at bar, 200 bar, mm-hmm. which is uh, like 3,000 PSI, mine was a little bit more than 200 bar, but I just thought, you know, maybe I had like, 4,000 PSI, yeah. whatever, you know, not a big deal. Like I'm used to looking at gauges from paintball. So roll in, swimming around, like I'm chugging air because I've never done it before, you know, like whatever. And, well, I'm, well, and I'm like wasting energy, you know. Right, right. said that he's looking over and you're just like, just, just yeah. getting into it. Just yeah. like swimming around, swimming deep. gigantic movements, yeah, just exactly. getting all up exactly. in the wildlife, <laughs> yeah. just getting into the moment. Totally. So, 
So then I start like looking at it and I'm like, okay, yeah, you know, I got like a hundred bar now. Okay, whatever. Keep going, keep going. We like see turtles, octopus. And you're everything. like 50 feet underneath. Yeah, we're about, yeah, we're about 50, 60 That's feet. That's what he right said. Now. He's like yeah, 50, yeah, 60 about feet. About 60 feet. And, uh, and uh, so I look at it again and it, it was going, it went pretty quick to a thousand or to a hundred bar. So I like look at it again, it's about 800. I'm like, all right. You know, it's almost time to go back up, right? And I look at everybody else's gauge, and there's there's got plenty of air. So I tell the dive master, I show him, you know, I swim around for a little bit longer. I tell show the dive master about five ten minutes later. I'm like, hey, look, you know, I'm at I'm at eight hundred. We got we got to go up soon. He's like, okay, cool. Literally two minutes later, I feel my my breathing apparatus go, and I could feel it. Just no more oxygen was coming, and I was like, okay, well, either this thing's broken. Or the the thing's apparatus is broken, or there's no more air. So I like just said instead of going to my second apparatus, which is honestly would have been a waste of time, because if even if it was broken, I still needed Ryan's. Or even if it, I don't know. So I just swim right to Ryan, and I yank his secondary apparatus off his shoulder, and just start huffing it. And he's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm out, dude." Or like something just happened, and he looks at it. My gauge was stuck, or my gauge was like because it, it went in at a little bit more than 200. The gauge was broken. So my first trip scuba diving, I get faulty equipment and uh, and, and I'm 60 feet down there. But luckily, Ryan, you know, gave me the crash course. And I fucking ripped it right off his shoulder. Well, Ryan was saying that he saved your life because he was just he like, did. look. We did because if he yeah. wasn't that close to next to me, I would have, I could have, I well, would have choked. And also, Ryan had to go, try to go up and I didn't have any, you know. Yeah, and everyone's like kind of, you know, everyone's doing their own thing down there. But like Ryan had said that he saw you over there and was like, I'm just going to swim closer to Oliver. And that like you had kind of looked over at him as soon as he got close. You know, you were kind of close. You know, so you guys got close and that he, you like went right over to him and grabbed yeah. <laughs> it. Yeah. it in your mouth. And, you were, and he was like, yeah, I mean, if, if, I'd, if I hadn't if randomly he was, if went he over was, there. If he was 10 more feet or like another couple meters away from me, I probably would not have had any more oxygen at all. I would, I would have maybe been able to be like, but that's just not, that's just not going to get you anywhere. You know, like just taking little off it. So yeah, he totally did. He totally did, dude. And then he, he was money though. He was like, he did like the old, like calm down, scuba dive your symbol, which I was like, you're right. Cause at this point I just got to calm down, which yeah, I, I did calm down immediately. Yeah. But like, yeah, he just totally was calm, 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 gave me the move. And then we snorkeled over the dive master and then fucking scoot it up. Like, and you have to stop. And I took the dive master's oxygen. Pretty funny. And then Ryan kept going. We're up there like, like, oh, I'm alive. Ryan's <laughs> still down there swimming around, looking at stuff, you know. Yeah. So that was a that was a funny little little tidbit. <laughs> but what about it? Has anybody even heard the story about when Ryan almost killed me? When? When he when we were doing backyard wrestling and we had an ironing board and somehow oh, or another yes. a little iron notch came out and was like like hanging off like two feet and he bashed me over the back with it and it completely punctured me and Are went you all the way me? through into my spine. I saw the video, dude. It was gnarly. I almost died. And yeah. of course, you know, if I have to die like that, I was going to go down like that. Death by Ryan Greenspan by ironing board. Done. Oliver Lang dead. <laughs> See ya. You know? But luckily, yeah. Well, uh, paint me the picture. It's Vegas. It's, it's Vegas. It's 6 o'clock in the morning. Vegas, we're partying. day bender. We're partying. We're like wrecking the room like you're supposed to do in Vegas. And, uh, and you know, we get the ironing board out. We're surfing it. You know, we're like throwing couches at each other and then next thing you know the ironing boards in just disarray and I'm like Ryan's like or I was like backyard wrestling and then Ryan picks it up I'm like yeah yeah and like you know I kind of lean over from yeah, the hit I, me with yeah, it that's exactly and what just happened. went whoop, right into the back and, and well then, what happened was is, is that a, a piece of the 
the wire that connects uh, the for the, the, fold the V yeah. of the fold of the right. of, yeah had had disconnected. So there was no joke about a ten inch shank, shank. a ten inch shank. Yep. Yes. Darren, our mastermind technical man, as yes, it, that's exactly what it was. It was a ten-inch shank, yeah. and he slammed that as hard as he could hit yeah. on your back, and it, and it was just and like it, a little. It, went, it was like a little. But didn't pin. it go into like because you went to the doctor? Didn't, yeah, no, didn't they it, say it, it uh, like, went into your it, kidney. And it, I was peeing blood and everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was a scary thing, you know. It was so scary. and it just told totally immediately had a you were peeing, peeing blood or what? no? Then I was like, oh, and I kind of like started acting, you know, like they thought I was acting, but I was really like, you know, because. I got lacerated, so I was like, oh, but it felt like it was backyard wrestling still, which, by the way, backyard wrestling is just not a smart move to do, anybody, okay? <laughs> and so, uh, so yeah, so they thought, think I'm acting, but really, I'm, like, lacerated, like, with a hole in my kidney, and I, like, I, like, I, like, kind of started showing them, and blood started coming down, they're like, oh, my God, and then they look at the thing, and there's just, you know, it's sticking out. Yeah, there's a 10-inch and, and so, and everybody with- starts panicking. And the best part, of course, again, the story is don't panic. And, you know, I was like, no, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. They're like, you sure? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine. So I played it off for a while, and then I went to the bathroom like a little while ago. And after that, I was like, oh, and my, one of my best friends was there. I'm like, Ian, Ian, come here, look at this, look at this, look at this. And uh, I was like, all right, that's great. I'm dying, I'm dead, I'm bleeding internally, I'm dead. Ryan's going to kill me. Ryan Greenspan just killed me. <laughs> Everybody in the paintball world is going to know, death by ironing board, all of laying went out, I'm going to have an ironing board as like a headstone, you know, like, you know, like it's always going to be a long going joke, like watch out for the ironing board, it might kill you, kill It'll all It'll be all over ironing board will be yeah. like your, like, uh, your requiem, you Exactly. Know? We'll always exactly. call you that. Exactly. Ironing the, board, the, Oliver. The, you know, I, it's just, it's just so silly to be dead by an ironing board, yeah. you know? That would be a bad way to that go. That would be a terrible way, you know, I just yeah. don't want to go up by an ironing board, but it's Out kind of ironic. Out of all the ways you could have gone, yeah, that would ways. be very yeah. ironic. I, super ironic, and the fact that Ryan did it to me. <laughs> but actually, maybe that would make sense if Ryan killed me, you know? <laughs> But he also saved my life, so you know I'm glad he's. Uh, so he's o- he almost killed you about a year and a half, two years ago, and yeah. then saved your life about three weeks ago. Bingo. Yeah. yeah. So you know I owe everything to Ryan. Well, speaking of almost dying, let's go back to uh, when we got in the fight with the Yugoslavian mobsters in Sweden. Right. At the very uh, ultimate end of the... those guys were ninjas. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah. The so also. What do you remember of that? So also, well, this is what I remember is I remember first of all. Being drunk is probably one of the stupidest things you could do, especially when you're in a foreign land and you're trying to pick a fight, which is what our friend Pete was trying to do. Absolutely. (laughs) uh, Let alone, you know, pick a fight with, like, one guy. Don't pick a fight with, like, all the guys dressed in white suits with, like, V-necks on and, like, hot girls with, like, bulging, (laughs) like, things in their pants. They (laughs) probably look like they're strapped or they've, or something, they've got something in there, like a machete or giant penis. Either one, they're all scary, okay? (laughs) And, uh, and so... So, you know, he uh, does a great job on, uh, on uh, in, in, uh, instigating this fight. And the next thing you know, it's uh, him and our buddy Jaden. And, uh, and they're, they're fighting these guys on the steps, right? And, and I kind of see it a little bit, but not close enough to get to it. And, and like, the next thing he gets broken up, they get thrown down the stairs. And, and I'm like, we got to go out there and help them. No, wait, hold on. Let me go back, Because uh, I, 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 th- Well, this is what I remember. The, okay. the, for, I think maybe I was more sober than you, I guess, then, because I remember walking in. And uh, so, the people, you know, you got to understand, like, the setup of this bar. Stockholm, Sweden, we're in the main center, like, one of the main centers in this courtyard. And this bar called Burns is, uh, it's, 
th- th- that particular night, the, the top of the bar was the only part of the bar that was open, and it's very long, very right. very skinny and very long. So very, very, very long, very, very, very tight quarters, and it was super packed. And there's a spiral staircase to get up to the top. So when we go up to the top, I spent the entire time uh, talking to this one girl, actually, uh, at the very top of the deal. So so we're up at the very top, and then I, and I see – uh, Pete arguing with uh, all these dudes, right? right? And and Pete had, was just super frustrated because in Scandinavia, like, there's not a lot of fighting because everyone's like way more civilized than they're in the really United nice. States. Yeah, they are. But at the same time, they put their shoulders down and pretend they're hockey enforcers yeah, they or linebackers yeah. and just right. level you. And they don't say sorry. And they don't say sorry. Yeah. So they're just putting you. You're just constantly getting shouldered. Yeah. For a month straight, right, and, yeah. and I think that that builds up. Pete's New York soul had been injured after having to spend that much time getting shouldered Just constantly by Scandinavians, sorry, yeah. and he couldn't stand it, like not getting apologized to, constantly getting shouldered for thirty days straight or right. more. I, I can't remember how long we were up there, but so he starts arguing with this guy, and finally he had found you know somebody that when he was like, "Yo, hey asshole, like here's the deal," blah blah blah. The guy was like, "Yeah, go fucking kick rocks." And they start talking shit. Of course. And then, sure enough, uh, then I remember they come, they came over, and you were there. And so I, I'm kind of like looking at it through uh, multiple layers of human beings. You know, right, there's right. like tons of people between me and the main deal. And I'm like trying to get closer, and I see this one guy who obviously is involved with the guy that that Pete's arguing with. And Pete's arguing with a dude who's looks like he's Eastern European, you know? And there's a ton of these Eastern European guys. And, and yeah, Yugoslavia. And or all Albanian the guys, or Tunisian. Or, or something. Yeah, whatever. And all the guys that also are bouncing that place who are the, the bouncers there, the security guards, they all are also look the, exactly, and I'm not being racist at all. I mean, they all look like they're the same ethnicity, right? Totally right. So I see this guy, he's wearing a suit and, and, I, and I go to him, I'm like, hey man, what's going on? Like, yeah, we're, you know, no big deal. Like, we don't want to fight. It's all good. And he looks at me and he just goes, this is all he says to me. He's like, we are a mob. We will kill you. That's all he says. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, oh, great. Yes. Uh, and, and, and so I'm like, oh, yeah, no, it's all good, man. Like, no big deal. And I'm trying to defuse the situation. And just as I'm trying to defuse the situation, he gets punched. He starts punching dudes. Jane's right Jane there. A- Jane gets choked out. Jane punches oh, yeah. the guy and then gets choked out. And then you're also kind of in that three-person situation, and then all of a sudden, all hell breaks loose. Yeah, they here rip comes, him down the stairs, yeah. And here comes the giant surge of, of the of the fight, you know, right. boom, and it comes in. It pushes us all up against up against the bar. So I remember getting, like, just super compressed against the bar, and I look over, and I see you balled up with some guy, and you've got his shirt pulled up over his head, and he's got your shirt pulled up, and you guys are just throwing haymaker rights as hard as you possibly can. You know, just like, just egg beater, just egg beater rights, dude. Right. Like, egg beater, Not left, right happening. hooks. And, and I'm just like, so I'm, and, I, and luckily, the dude that you were punching was like, kind of within punching distance of me. And so I'm like, looking over the bar and like trying to hit him in the face like as this is going on and i'm getting like tugged this way and i'm like trying to punch this guy in the face this way and i'm also looking this way because there was the guy and he looked like uncle fester like this big tall like uncle fester looking dude and i had a beer bottle and so i had had turned the beer bottle upside down so me that so then he saw me trying to punch his buddy in the face because i didn't know his buddy at the time so then now all of a sudden we're standing off against each other like Kind of doing the whole jousting, like who's gonna who's gonna hit, hit each other with their bottle because he's damn, got a bottle. What a suit. stupid thing to do! So <laughs> so dumb, so no, dumb. But, but, I, the, but I, then I, but then so then 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 the whole thing ends as quick as it started. It ended because they grabbed 
because they shuffled everybody downstairs. Well, we didn't know it at the time, but the dudes that were the the guys that got in the fight with Pete were right. also the, the guys, guys who worked there. The guys who worked there, <laughs> yeah, who were just there on their off day, and so. They all get thrown back in the bar because normally in a fight in America, everyone gets just gets chucked outside and that's it, you know? Well, no, they take Pete and they take, and I don't know how you always. I was upstairs still. No, dude, you were right there with this guy. like. No, but I got back upstairs because I remember I went back upstairs. I thought it was all done. I'm like, we need to go get everybody, you know, situate this. And then I went. Uh, and I bought some more beers, and I was hanging out with This, the, is, this was, is the funniest part yeah. of the whole deal. And I was, hanging out, I was hanging out with the Swedes because they were like, oh, no, man, we don't fight. It's cool. I'm like, okay, whatever. It's done. Sure. So and then I look down, and I just see Pete and you and Davey and, like, Nikki, like, Vegas, like, there. And the, you guys are all squared up, and it just all starts going down again outside. Well, no, so, so that, and that's what I remember, too, but it was, essentially it was like, Everyone gets thrown back in, and, and I can't find Mr. U. So I'm going around like a wild maniac, like, right. you know, like, hey, what's, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm every, every person I know that I see, I'm like, hey, we, there, just a fight just happened. It's about to go down. We need you. And everyone, right. and, and all the Swedes are like, hey, look, there's no fighting in Sweden. And the Swedes are tough, you know, but they're just like, it's a civilized. They're right, country. though. They're right. They're right. Yeah. They're right. But they were, and they, but, it, but so, and then, and I get a couple guys came up and they were like, hey, don't fight these guys. Like this is the like these guys are bad. Right, right. Like they'll they'll start shooting up the place, <laughs> and and so we're and so I'm and so I get these Swedish guys, the locals, coming up saying, "Hey, don't fight these guys." And I'm like, "Don't fight them. It already happened, dude. This already went down. Right. So we need your help." And then as I'm like talking to the, all these different people, I start seeing like all the guys that were with the guy, those dudes that that we were fighting. They run into the parking lot and run back with more people into the parking right, and right. back more people. And all of a sudden, there's like. 15 dudes standing outside and I'm just like and I'm thinking in my head like man this is this is a worst case scenario right here this is terrible and then uh and then so as I'm thinking that then I talk I remember talking to Nicky Vegas and I'm like and he and he because we when we told him we're like hey no fighting in Sweden and because he's a scrapping asshole you know from New York who love and he's jacked and loves and good at fighting and loves to fight and so he's just like you told me no fighting in Sweden. I'm like, yeah, I know, but now we need you, you know? And he, so he's just like, yeah, whatever, I'm down for whatever. And then just as we're having this conversation and these dudes are all up in my ear, like, don't fight these guys, blah, blah, blah. All of a sudden I hear just explosions. Yeah. Like glass breaking. And I look over and I see you perched over the wall, chucking full beer bottles. Well, because they're all just attacking them. Full, well, exactly. Full beer bottles down. Like, <laughs> I, I just see you on the wall, like, just fuck you, motherfucker! Come back, and you here. and you had hit. There was like this big glass chandelier, chandelier that you had you hit on because you were standing up over top of the railing, and you hit it on a downstroke <laughs> as you're chucking full beer bottles into the courtyard. And then I look in the courtyard and I see what you're reacting to, right? And it's Mr. Beat. U being beat by about yeah. ten dudes, Pumbled. and Davey Williamson just one. clearing dudes yeah. off, just just punching guys off of Mr. U. Yeah, exactly. And then I'm just like. Whoa. Oh my God! Yes. So I grab, I grab Vegas, and I'm like, "Let's go!" <laughs> and so we we start coming down the staircase, and I'm thinking, like, honestly, with the numbers that we were looking at, I thought I'd go right down in that staircase into into a bloodbath, into a bloodbath, right. into oblivion. Like I didn't think it was. I thought it was gonna be really bad. But, it should have been really. And bad. it should have been bad. So as soon as I get down to the bottom of the staircase, Jaden's being choked out by a bouncer. Right again. Pete is a, <laughs> again. That's the second time of the night. Mr. U is completely unconscious, yeah, uh, bleeding out of his eyes puddle. and his ears, just completely unconscious, laying on the ground, fucking convulsing. And, and Davey is up against the brick wall, 
grabbing his chin and barely able to stand up. And, I, and this is what I see. And then I see a bouncer levy holding a wall of do, just Eastern European dudes who want blood, dude. And they are just, just coming down the stairs. And I just look up and see <laughs> 10 faces that are just like, we're going to kill. Just like, just, yeah. ah, just like it's time to go. And I'm just like, <laughs> and I look at these dudes and I see, and I see bouncer levy is holding Mr. Yu's unconscious. Davey's barely standing. We have nobody else there. <laughs> Vegas is right beside me. And I'm just like, and I see Mr. You passed out, so I'm like, I'm like, Vegas, throw him over your shoulder. And Vegas picks up completely unconscious. We both pick him up and throw him over his shoulder. He's a heavy guy. And he's a, you know, at the time was probably weighing 200 pounds. So we pick him up, throw, throw, throw him over Vegas' shoulder, who's massive. And so he's just like, so we run him back to the back lines, dump him into a planter box. And right. then as soon as I dump him in, as soon as Vegas dumps in a planter box, Vegas disappears. He just runs back into the shit. So I, and Mr. You looks dead. I mean, he's b- literally bleeding out of his orifices. So I'm grabbing him, I'm shaking him and I'm slapping him across the face. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, Pete, wake up. And he's just unconscious. And I'm like, slap across the face. And finally he like looks up at me and grunts like, Ugh. and I think I can't remember. Maybe it was Alex. Lundquist. I think it was Lundquist, yeah. yeah. Alex was right there at the time randomly. So I'm like, Alex, watch over him. I dump him down. I grab the beer bottle that I still had, and I start running back out into the fray, and this bouncer grabs me by the scruff of the neck, and he's like, drop your weapon. And I'm like holding this beer bottle and looking at him, and I'm just, he's like, drop your weapon. And I'm like, I'm like, fuck you, dude. You just let my friend get assassinated. There's no way I'm dropping my weapon. And he's like, drop your weapon. And I just I like swim move him and get out of the way and start running out there. Well, little did I know that you, Will Arroyo, and a couple other dudes had come down at the perfect time and start smashing these dudes. It was, it was round So what two. happened? At that, honestly, at that point, it was kind of a big blur. But I know that they actually, they actually ran away for some reason. I think either they ran because they knew they were going to get in trouble or they just were done with it or what, or maybe like, I don't know. But they all disappeared because then I remember looking around and it was like me, Will, I think you might have been there, and Vegas, and we're like, where are you guys? And there was no more guys to be there. And then so we were running around town looking for them. Now we're looking for well, him. <laughs> well, no, because Vegas, so according to Vegas, and again, I wasn't there, so I can't confirm this, but Vegas has been, you know, he's not really a dude who tells a lot of stories about this sort of shit, but he apparently he grows, rolls out into the parking lot or into the, into the courtyard, grabs a bike. Yeah, and there that. And there was all the dudes that had just won their, won their war against yeah. Americans, and they're like, you know, high-fiving and stuff. And, and so he rolls out into the courtyard, and, and some unlocked bike was there, and he... Well, no, actually, he rolls out there and he's like, you know, who just, you know, who just hurt, hit my friend, blah, 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 let's do it right now. And all these guys look at him and they just see one American. And they're just like, yeah, all right, they're like laughing at him. And so he, he picks, and then, up, the bike and then he picks the bike up and, and pull, holds it over his head and he's like, who wants them? And somebody charges him and he levels the first guy with the bike and another guy grabs him and, and you know, Vegas is a purple belt in jujitsu and loves to fight. And he was like, you're you know, 200 pound monster at like five, eight. Right. Right. So he dumps that guy and starts like ground and pounding him, like punching him in the face. And he gets, comes and gets kicked in the face. And then just as he's like getting, starting to get swarmed by the rest of the dudes, that's when Will came and some right, other right. dudes came and, and then, and then, uh, and then so I think the, we started just punching innocent people. Well, well, that's the thing. <laughs> well, no. So it pushed him out in the courtyard. So that's, that's when I came out. Cause that's what I remember. I remember rolling out in the courtyard and it was like kind of one of those standoffs where it's like a few dudes and you know, schoolyard bullshit. Yeah. A couple guys here, a couple guys there. So we're standing there like 
you know, talking shit. These, to guys, these guys, these people too, at this point, probably have nothing to do with the fight. They're just like, they literally, they're, and at this point, we were like, we just need somebody because we're so mad and yeah. our friend got beat up and you over there with the grocery bag. And well, no, that and came <laughs> later. So that, so we came up on that first line and then, uh, and then we started chasing that one guy and we chased him into a McDonald's and he was literally, it was like a cartoon. Like we chased him into the McDonald's and he's like juking and shaking and bobbing and weaving behind a table and we're like trying to catch him. And he ended up running out the good exit so that he got, ended up getting away from us. So we were like, we gotta, we gotta find these guys, and we're all hammered. So then we come back into the courtyard, and then you go. There's some guy standing on the sidelines, and you're like, that's one of them. And then you just deck this guy. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he had groceries too. And you just lay some poor dude out, and <laughs> it's like, yeah, there's really not much good of that uh, that came out, except for the fact that we can laugh about it now. <laughs> that's about it. I mean, well, yeah. Well, then we get back to the spot, and. Uh, and then some random dude with long hair came up and was like, hey, are you those Americans that just got in that fight? And we're like, yeah. And he's like, you guys got to get out of here. Cops are coming. <laughs> yeah. Let's take your buddy and get out. Because then Pete was just like just decimated, you know, like, yeah. like we're carrying him out of a war yeah. zone. <laughs> and then I'm pretty sure the tournament was that next weekend. Yeah, it was the, the next And I think weekend. we won that tournament too as Dynasty. Did you really? Yeah. I think we beat the Russians in it. Yeah. Oh, that's great. And then we fell in love with Swedish girls. It was a happy ending. Yeah. I know. It was, it's a, it, was a, it was a good... <laughs> Midsummer's Night's Dream, yep. Viking adventure for sure. It was, and then there's then the then there was the grand finale party at the end of the tournament where it was like literally like if you ever seen the movie The Labyrinth, where like everybody shows up at the end like King Arthur was there, like Sweetle Juice was there, like all these people we met along the way. It was unreal. It was like you know, I, it just didn't make sense how. And then all the people there were there for paintball, and it was like BC was there, and then it was just the big final like grand finale party it was the best i think facebook again through that party or like um one of the like the angel guys or something like that yeah no i think it was angel guys yeah no it was uh this is pre-facebook man this is like way pre-facebook this is pre-myspace this is yeah isn't it to huh? date ourselves a little bit yeah let's date ourselves a little yeah, bit whatever but anyway but pretty yeah much, so pretty much it was a uh, it was a it was an adventure is what it was it, it definitely was an adventure yeah well you know. glorious time you can we can look now and laugh at it. I mean, fighting is dumb. That's so for sure. So dumb. That's the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> yeah. That always. And, and we, but from all these those experiences or experiences like that too, it's just kind of always we're like, yeah, fighting ruins a good night. I mean, I it definitely could have had a couple Swedish girlfriends that night. We all could have. Instead, Pete had blood in his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's 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 a good that's 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 a story right there. Yeah. No, for sure. Well, this is a little extra Real Dope podcast for you guys. Oliver, thanks for sitting in, bud. Of course, my pleasure. No and, fighting, remember that. Yeah, no fighting. And go <laughs> Especially to, Tunisian gangsters. Yeah, do, yeah Tunisian. Yeah. <laughs> Don't fight Yugoslavian gangsters. <laughs> That's the moral of the story in Sweden. <laughs> and uh, I hope you come back from us sa- or come back to us safe. Absolutely, thank you. I, I appreciate that blessing. Yeah. So, all right. Hey, thanks you guys for tuning in. See you next time.